0: Britney Spears turns 30. Rick Perry doesn't know anything. The Gingrich that stole Christmas takes the lead. Kane drops out to focus on full-time cheating. Larry King will be frozen. Justin Bieber passes Kim Kardashian from behind. And Obama takes a vacation. Plus, my guest, Megan McCain. All this and more during the... Last Week on Earth. <laughs> we all get along? film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no five. One. Last week on
2: Earth. Last week on Earth.
0: Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. If you didn't get the idea yet, this is... The Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. I am Ben gleeb It's really the last week. I said it wrong again. It's last week on Earth with Ben gleeb There's no the. A lot of things happened during the last week on Earth. However, like always, um, I'd like to thank you for tuning in again, for listening again. Um, we had a pretty good first week, um, considering we debuted at... Number nine, the number nine comedy podcast, I guess in the world, on the globe. Um, that's not a bad first week. You know, I'm disappointed it wasn't number 10. 10 would have been a rounder number. Um, that is echoing in my head, in my headphones like crazy right now, by the way. I feel like a rapper at the beginning of a, we turn up in the headphones a little bit. Um, hello, testing one. Yeah, it's still echoey. It's echoey. I don't know if it's echoey to the home audience listening. Do you think it will be? Not definitely not because that would be annoying for an hour. Um, it's echoey just in my ears. It's been that way for years though. Actually, I should probably let our sound man Jay know that it's been echoey in my brain for a long times. So maybe that's just me. Um, a lot of things happened during this last week on earth. You're listening on smodcast, the smodcast network. Special thank you also to. Kevin Smith for giving me this show and um I'm excited to be part of this podcast. it's an honor and um hopefully we're going to be doing some good uh programs you know why that is because of the dogged determination of one man and one dream
3: to absorb all the news that took place that calendar week and to Translate it into words of a different sort. Beautiful words. Strange words.
0: The show this week, by the way, is brought to you by Strange Words. Um, we lost our grape sponsor. They felt we were too body and inappropriate last week, and they are out. So, fuck grapes. Grapes can do their own damn thing. Um, I'm good with words. Uh, We do have a guest today that will be calling into the show shortly in just about 10 minutes. Um, Megan McCain will be calling into the show. She's a dear friend of mine. Um, You guys know her as an MSNBC contributor, a writer for the Daily Beast. She has also came to prominence as the daughter of John McCain who is a senator for these United States and almost became president a few years ago. We'll talk to her about that, that experience, and get her thoughts on what's going on politically in the country and get her thoughts on some very stupid pop culture shit. I want to talk Kardashians with the McCains. That's what I'd like to do. Um, it's been a crazy week, and just to start it off, Britney Spears turned 30 fucking years old. 30! She was 16, it seems like, just 14 years ago. And suddenly she's 30? How does that happen?
3: Tell me how that happens.
0: I mean, it is true. She's been around for a while, but it seems like her her image in our head is innocent. She was this schoolgirl who, in such an adorable way, with pigtails and a little schoolgirl outfit and skirt, uh, ruin the innocence of our entire country, just stripped away every last bit of innocence we had as a country to sell records and you know bravo on the one hand, but on another, maybe we gotta i don't know put a couple checks and balances on uh what we allow the young people in this country to see. maybe that's the only thing at time I'm really like. Strongly in favor of regulation is when it's in shielding the eyes of the young from things they're not yet mentally prepared to experience. Um, that's one. But, you know, the country's grown up with Brittany. We're all a little more coarse now. We're all a little sexier as a country. We've gotten our sexy back. Timberlake helped get
3: us there. Um, you know,
0: A lot of possibilities. Who knows what Britney will do next. Maybe she runs for Congress. I'd like to see Britney Spears, who one time, by the way, said about George W. Bush, as you might have seen in Fahrenheit 9-11, she says, I just think we should trust our president no matter what he does or 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 says." By the way, that's a perfect Britney Spears impression if you're in the market for one.
3: I'll sell mine to you.
0: The show's also brought to you by water. Keeping me alive. Water. Water's delicious because as you drink it, and it goes down your gullet slowly, you realize that it's what sustains us. It's a clear beverage. Sure, it's mild. It's mildly refreshing. It's mildly life-sustaining.
3: It's mildly what we need. To survive. Water. It's delicious. If you think about it.
0: we will got a better sound effects guy to do. Swallows. At the end of it. But you know, it's just a test. It's a test ad. Occupy LA got kicked out this week. Viaragosa The good mayor changed his tactics. That's the way he wants you to pronounce it, by the way. We've been over this. Um Viaragosa 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 Why you kick out protesters? Viaragosa Viaragosa Why you got to be a turd? Uh he decided at midnight kick him out, sweep him out of there. He did it. And um it went pretty peacefully, thankfully. Uh, there were a lot of arrests. The camp is gone. The beautiful village that had been built there is taken down. There's no more beautiful village now. It's just a government lawn again. Sure, there's some holes in it, you know. You know, but it was a beautiful movement that just got stripped of its location, and I think that is not necessary. At least L.A. handled it respectfully. But there was a great protester in D.C. because their camp recently got taken down just a day or so ago as well in the middle of the night. And they had built this big wooden structure to shelter a lot of the people who were camping out in this park. And the cops said, we have to take it down. We have to get rid of this um, structure. It might be unsafe. But they felt like they were being kicked out because of their their being a thorn in their sides. So they are pissed. And some of them stayed on top of the structure. The government had to use a cherry picker to get them out of the, the top of the structure. Which, you feel like that would be too small a machine. Cherries are tiny. Human beings are much larger. Feel like you're gonna snap your cherry picker on your first attempt. And then you just, now you don't even have a way to get cherries. And the, and the protesters are also still up there. So nobody wins in that scenario. Only person that wins, I guess, is the cherry picker manufacturers. They sell more machines now, but that's totally not even, you know, cherry picker manufacturers are part of the one percent, selling billions of dollars in cherry pickers every week. I don't think that's ca- f- cool. Um, the search results came out this this last week. The top Yahoo 2011 searches of what our nation was fixated with during this last. Week on earth, and I think it's pretty telling of our society what the top 10 were. Um, and I have it written down in front of me so I get it correct. I'm trying to find it for the love of me, for the Christ of my balls, for, for, for the hell of it. I cannot find the list, but you no, know, I got it somewhere. So for the next 14 minutes, we're going to listen to me search for this list on my computer just for 14 minutes. Now, maybe I'll get back to the list in a minute when I find it later Um because we have a um call that has just come in, and I believe it's from our guest who I'll be getting to in just a minute. Let me just uh round out what we were saying with regards to the list. The Yahoo Top 10 Searches list comes out, and the number 10, I want to read them to you, 10 to 1 backwards. The number 10 most searched thing, according to Yahoo, was Osama bin Laden. Makes sense. Big year for bin Laden in many ways. Um, number nine, the Japan earthquake. Big event. It might still be leaking, to be honest. I, I feel like it just leaks out there and people stop talking about the story. That's my personal theory, at least. I'm not going to go over there and do dip tests or anything. Um, Jennifer Aniston was number eight. I guess so. She's been in the news. American Idol, number seven boosted by the -the pants-on-the-ground guy who is a genius and he's underappreciated in everybody's opinion. Then came Lindsay Lohan. I think that might have just been her searching herself a lot. There's a lot of news she had to keep up on. Uh, J-Lo was more searched than that. Then Katy Perry. Kim Kardashian was the third highest searched person in the world on Yahoo. And um, a lot of interest there. People really, really want to keep up. I feel like we just hear titles and we do what the title says. Keep up with the Kardashians? I guess we have to now. And they want to keep up. Number two was Casey Anthony, which you know, it's, a big, it's like real life law and order right there. Very sad case. Justice was not done. And the number one search was not a person. Was not a murdering mother or a cheery sexual singer or a drug-addicted movie star or a natural disaster or a terrorist. It was a device. It was, of course, the Samsung Epic. No, I'm kidding. The iPhone. It was the iPhone was the number one most searched thing. I don't have one. I'm not feeling that one. I'm jealous. I, I searched it. Um. Oh, really? Jay has an iPhone. He just rudely pointed out in, in front of me to show. Really? All right, sound man. You got an iPhone, I raised you a Samsung Epic with no battery. The thing lasts four minutes. Let's please welcome um, to The Last Week on Earth, my dear friend. You know her as a contributor to MSNBC and as a author of best-selling books and a writer for the Daily Beast. Please welcome Megan McCain. Hi, Ben. Thanks for
2: having me on your podcast.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for taking some time out of your evening. You just moved to New York. What are you doing to me?
2: I did. I know. I moved back to New York City, and I like didn't tell anyone. I had to go quickly because I got my new job, and I had to move. I had like a day to look for apartments in New York, and I found one, and then I moved. I'm sorry.
0: No, I understand. I understand. We'll have to hang out via telephone like, like we're doing now then.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: So how did the job come about? Tell me exactly what you're doing for MSNBC?
2: Um, I'm just a new contributor for the election. Um, they don't have a ton of Republicans on MSNBC, so... Hey, I wonder what... you know, They hired me to do commentary for the election. It's fun, you know?
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. And you're doing stuff on, on Rachel Maddow's show?
2: Yeah, on Rachel Maddow and Lawrence O'Donnell and basically the all the shows. And the show that just premiered um, like three weeks ago called Now with Alex, That's on at noon... Um, it's really fun. It's like a round table of people and um just basically wherever they want me. So,
0: That's cool. It's fun. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Now you're you're entering the female Republican pundit game. You have stiff competition there. <laughs> you and Sarah Palin are now head to head.
2: I don't know about that. Um I know the pundit game in general is a weird it's a weird, trippy place. It's actually a lot smaller community than I think people realize. Everybody like sort of knows each other or knows of each other and um does wolf you know, blitzer fun, run
0: though. all the meetings
2: <laughs> no but i love wolf blitzer i love Wolf blitzer did you see when herman Cain called him blitz,
0: at blitz. The let me tell you I blitz know. that should <laughs> no, instantly I
2: can only call him that from now on
0: i know that should instantly be the only thing he's ever referred to by america
2: I know, I love it, and I tweeted something. I was like, I wonder if any like chicks he ever dated like called him that before. Herman Cain did. Cause <laughs> I was dating a guy last name Blitzer. I'd probably call him Blitz all the time too.
0: Oh really? But, if you yeah, did, I mean, or good. or you did?
2: Oh no, if I did. Oh, if you I never did. dated anyone with the last name Blitzer.
0: I think that should be a goal for both of us to find a Blitzer at least <laughs> once in our lives.
2: Okay, you find you find a guy and I'll find. Him.
0: Okay, nice. And we'll double date.
2: <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Nice. Um, so you, uh, mentioned Herman Kane, so let me ask you, he dropped out of the race this last week. That is a big development. What are your thoughts generally?
2: I know. I was never a big Herman Kane supporter. Um, you know, I just didn't think his, like, campaign was that organized. Um, and anybody that's quoting Pokemon in, like, any kind of campaign <laughs> speech, I think probably, is not taking it entirely seriously, and you know, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think of Herman Cain? Because you're not in politics. What do you think of him?
0: I mean, I, I, yeah, I just think you can't take him seriously. He's, he seems like a fun guy. He's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely would want to hang out with him and get pizza with him and totally. a drink with him. I mean, he seems have, like a really good time,
0: but I would love want to him, be, like, I would love to be in a, BMW sitting next to him when he drove me up the block and he puts his hand ever so softly on my thigh.
2: God, is that, is there, that's allegedly <laughs> right. Allegedly. But it, here's
0: his his big problem though. He is the worst denier I've ever seen in my life. I know he likes nine nine nine, but he keeps denying, denying, denying. I mean,
2: I know, but like know. not Only well. He was, like When the lady, apparently, and I just saw this, when the the woman who accused him of having an affair with him, you know, when you have all these phone records, I mean, I'm no detective and I don't know... I'm not, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but, you know, I mean, in that sense, but it seems like if you're calling someone that much, you probably have some kind of relationship of some kind with them. And he's like, I barely know her. Yeah. You I know, mean, if somebody's calling me 60 times in a week, like, I <laughs> know each other pretty well.
0: I barely know her. We would just talk for 40 minutes a day, every day.
2: I know. I know. I and I know. would pay for all of her expenses
0: in to... life, and my wife didn't know about her. But other than that, that was just, it was just the kind of thing I like to do once in a while with how- girls i know i know i
2: know it's so weird
0: and but... he's just the worst liar he he did not deny well like he was on blitz's show after that debate on the situation room and he says and uh blitz says to him so did you have a sexual relationship with this woman ginger white and he goes no i did not and mm-hmm. and he goes so if she says you had a sexual relationship she would be lying and his response verbatim was well let's just see what she has to say let's just wait and see till it comes out yeah the answer in that instance is f no it is not yeah
2: that's like when i was watching jerry sandusky's interview and um they asked him if he was attracted to young boys and he like paused for a while, and he's like, Well, I enjoy children. And I was like, Okay, the answer is no. And anything <laughs> other than no means yes. He's a pervert. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the answer is no. That's one answer. That's it. So, yeah. Exactly.
0: Anything other than no means yes, which is the opposite of what the truth would have been in the instance earlier. I mean, that's the worst story ever. He made it worse this no. week when he, um, did another interview. Now he did a TV interview, and his lawyer, who, by the way, also had to settle a sex with an underage person lawsuit
2: Jerry Sandusky
0: Jerry Sandusky's lawyer they're like buddies who like are like watching each other's backs like pretending they don't abuse abuse underage people or something it's ridiculous but he's like it's so horrible and he's like really lax with his clients so he lets him do that first thing with Bob Costas and then in this TV interview he again he tried to clarify the question that they asked him about whether or not he's attracted to young boys and he goes well, the reason I said yes, because when they asked me if I'm attracted to young boys, the answer is yes. <laughs> I'm attracted to to young boys and to young girls. Now he just doubles it.
2: It's, just, it's the it's saddest story. I mean, it's the worst story and the most disturbing story in the news. I think it's been in the news in a while. I mean, I know I it yeah. was just grossed out most of America. And, you know, I hope Jerry Sandusky goes to jail and
0: he needs to they rubbery on him like he should time. be. At that it's moment, disgusting. his his lawyer jumped in and said, "Yeah, but you mean not sexually?" And he goes, "No, that's what I'm trying to say, not sexually." It's like these people not only are horrible human beings, but they also <laughs> need to be coached better. <laughs>
2: that's so gross. All They're, of it is
0: just—it's horrible. Makes you
2: like not want to believe in humanity. So but what how is- are you doing, Ben? How's everything in L.A.? <laughs> How's your New podcast in your careers so we're gonna talk about pedophiles yeah, all good,
0: night. Very, very good good point. Good point. Good <laughs> good transition. See, you're a great host, I've been telling you that. <laughs> um I'm doing good. I'm I'm chilling here in my apartment. I'm uh uh overlooking my view of Hollywood, um and uh just kind of reflecting on like a long week. It's it's been a lot of uh a lot of fun stuff happening lately. how's your stand-up stand-up's going good i just did the palms in vegas uh two weeks ago
2: you did the palms in vegas that's so fun oh
0: you should have invited me i love
2: the palms
0: would you have flown out
2: Maybe if I could, oh that would have been fun.
0: That would have been fun. Dude,
2: um, the I heard that club is a little hard to do. I'm friends with a few comedians that say it's like sort of a difficult venue. Oh, really? People
0: loud. Yeah. Oh no, I have the opposite experience there because, like, I'm I'm very adaptable when I perform. So, like, I, and I love playing to the crowd. So I'll I'll just maybe go you're just with better it.
2: than they are. <laughs> you know, that
0: might be what it is. That's your <laughs> assessment. That's your review, and I'll accept it.
2: That's so fun. You didn't put, um. I don't know, I was looking at your Twitter, but I didn't see anything.
0: I did looking post it you. that week. Thank you so much. And, and uh, It was fun. And to uh, plug your Twitter real quick, it's at McCainBloget.
2: Yes, you don't need to plug my Twitter. I feel like Twitter is the weirdest medium. I love it and I hate it all at the same time. But I'll never quit it, even though I threatened to one time.
3: What but do you hate I about it?
2: Love Twitter.
3: What do you hate about
2: it? I just hate. I can be too impulsive with it. I'm sure you can too. Like yeah. sometimes you just think something's funny, and like a lot of my Twitter followers, like some Twitter followers don't always get the jokes, and then they think I'm being like you know insulting right. or I don't know. Everybody is so. Everyone gets so offended so easily, and you know, so you have to. I have to be careful sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's true. You know. you're like a rebel in the Republican Party. You speak your mind. <laughs> And you have I don't these... know
2: if I'm a rebel. Well, <laughs> so...
0: well, I mean that's kind of what Republican ideals are, and just all patriotic ideals is, is to stand up for what you believe in and speak your open mind and use your free speech and carry a gun and all those things. So I think in that way, rebels a compliment.
2: And carry a gun <laughs> and all those things. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ben. Thank you. Are you? Do you love Twitter or do you get sick of Twitter?
0: I love it. I love it. I um, I've I get port- asked
2: out on Twitter that's a uh,
0: yeah I do by I'm out with
2: someone on Twitter you did no have you no I haven't I'd be too scared
0: yeah didn't you tell me you were considering it one time
2: was I considering I probably have considered it with people. Oh yeah, there was one person, but he was like sort of legitimate. Like I knew people that knew him. Right. But um, then he he has a girlfriend now, so that he's always tweeting about. So yeah. no, it didn't <laughs> work out. And no, but I wouldn't go out with like a stranger
1: on right. Twitter. Yeah. But and I've
2: met friends through Twitter. I've that's done that. Cool. I met um, Michael on Twitter. Basically, I mean, we met. On a podcast or a pilot he did, but then we became friends on Twitter. So. Now you're talking, like of course,
0: action. about television and films Batman Michael Keaton. Tell us about him.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I wish. I of love course. Michael Keaton. I love Michael, I love Keaton, Michael Keaton. I'm talking about Michael Ian Black. I think what I'm talking about.
0: Michael He's Ian Black's hilarious. Black. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want to yeah, tell either. us about the uh, project you guys are working on?
2: Yeah, we're writing a book together, which is Coming Along Slowly But Surely, Um, and it's going to come out on the 4th of July, and we went on a road trip this summer in an RV for a month, and it's just about um all the different places we went to and all the people we met and how he's married and has children and lives in the suburbs in Connecticut and is very, very liberal and I'm single and I live in the city at the time I lived in LA and um just I'm obviously conservative and our differences and I hope it'll be fun. It's been fun writing it.
0: I want it'll to be like fun. an odd couple. It'll be fun so. for because sure Megley and Black is hilarious and you are one of you're one of my favorite people because you're so <laughs> You're so opinionated in, like, a lovely way where I think people can't help but like you. So,
2: Can you please blast that to everyone on the Internet? Because there's a lot of people that also don't like me, but I appreciate that. Then. For sure. I,
0: I, I just blasted that. it to the airwaves, <laughs> but I will try to remember it and then write it later. Maybe <laughs> blast Jay, to
2: everyone you know. You Thank you.
0: Of course, of course. <laughs> Do um,
2: you have, like, a co-host or a co-producer there?
0: No, it's just, it's just me and my guest. Oh. Just us? It's oh. just us. Just once. Can we try <laughs> to make it Megan McCain now? <laughs>
2: and how is the podcast going so far?
0: I think it's going swimmingly. That's 50% up to how you feel about it.
2: Oh no, I just mean like since it's launched. Cause oh. I remember you telling me about it.
0: Yeah, I-, I was getting excited to get this thing started for a long time. And, um, it's going great. We launched last week as the number nine comedy podcast on planet That's Earth. so
2: cool! Oh my god, congratulations!
0: Thank you very much. I don't
2: listen to that many podcasts, but I listened to Adam Carolla's um, rant about Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, what do you think about
3: awesome. what do you think about the right. Occupy movement?
2: You know, I went down there like now it's like a month and a half ago, and um, I thought that people had like some really legitimate complaints about, like, the government and, you know, the disparity between the very wealthy and the poor in this country and the fact that, like, the middle class is completely disappearing. But I kind of have a problem with how they've executed it at this point. I mean, they're losing me because I think they should have a message and a leader. And now that you have the world's attention, what are you going to do with it? And it seems like they're not doing that much. So. yeah. I would like to see more, but, you know, it, by, by movement standards, it's still a young movement. What do you think of Occupy Wall Street?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think exactly the same as you, cause I've been supporting it and I really believe in their cause. And I actually went and spent a night at the LA Occupy. And, you
2: did? In yeah, a tent?
0: In a tent. Yep. And oh my God. Good I, and, for you. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. I wanted to spend one night and really see what it was like and kind of like live what they were living. I went to their like GA meeting in the morning. Um, And, uh, you know, as they were literally like kind of building a a democracy from the, from the ground floor. So that was really beautiful to see and like really kind of inspired me again to like what's possible from a movement. And, you know, like you said, it's a shame that they're not more organized after all that, but it is still pretty new.
2: Yeah, it is still, it is still pretty new, um, you know, I we have had several conversations on TV about it, and I I think like there is validity and a lot of the anger and a lot of you know the the issues that they're you know bringing to light in the national media. But I just think it it has the it has the potential to sort of lose the public's attention if it doesn't get you know some kind of leader, um, right. in some form. But, I had
0: the idea you know. that maybe they should sit down, kind of like a. A F I, kind of like an AFL C I O merger, or like hopefully a SAG after one, sit down and and talk with the Tea Party and talk about joining forces.
2: I know there is a lot more that those two movements have in common than I think people realize. The anger at you know like sort of capitalism and crony capitalism in D C is um you know basically both of the issues are bringing to light, but.
1: Absolutely. I don't know if
2: they'll ever actually, they'll ever actually meet. Did you do like comedy for Occupy? I saw somebody yeah. did that, like perform comedy for them. Did you do that?
0: Yeah, I performed down at, at City Hall, Um, did, uh, all my political material there, and then I also did a video for Funnier Die down there.
2: Oh, that's cool. That it was, was very good then. Thanks was really Megan.
0: Cool. Um so, I heard recently your father, of course, for those who don't know, is uh, Senator John McCain. Yes,
2: and, he is. <laughs> and
0: an American hero and an awesome guy. And um, I met God. him once.
2: You crashed his his, before I met you, you crashed <laughs> his press conference a while ago, which I true. later saw on the Internet, and my mom thought it was so funny. That? And I did too. And you're ballsy to do that, Ben. That is scary to do with all the Secret Service around.
0: That was scary because I was acting like a weirdo. um That was. So... And I
2: thought I recognized a bunch of the journalists that were angry at you. Yeah, One Kelly, was O'Donnell, Kelly was O'Donnell was pissed. Yeah, I love her. She's the nicest woman, like the nicest reporter. She's like such a lovely person, and she looks so angry. Yeah, NBC's <laughs> Kelly O'Donnell. Yeah.
0: She was totally pissed. And then there's another clip where where she was yelling at me, but I was like, but. And she's like, I appreciate political comedy. I appreciate political comedy, but in certain venues, and I shot back, I'm like, yeah, that argument would be valid if it weren't for the softball questions you guys are tossing up. I was at least mixing it up a little bit. I made an actual argument for my having crashed it, and I was like, I'm at least giving us a chance to see how the candidates handle an unusual situation, which is also an important thing for president.
2: (laughs) Didn't you ask him, like how did you get such a hot wife or something? Yes, I did. Yeah.
0: Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> and he was like, he
2: was so uncomfortable. He was like, uh, next question or something yeah, like
0: that. It was great. I go, I go I've go. i seen you accomplish things that are hard to do. Um, like, for example, how did you get such a hot wife? And he goes, uh, I don't know the answer to that, my friend. Uh, but. <laughs>
2: That's so funny. But yeah, still, I showed my mom that, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe he did that." And I was like, "I know it's funny. Compliment they, to you, mom."
0: That is very <laughs> cool that 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 they both had a sense of humor about it. And then I followed so it my
2: up. My mom thought it was funny. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> I followed it up with an even crazier question. People, you, uh, you can find this clip by the way on YouTube. Just search Glebe McCain" and you'll see it. But um, it's uh. I then asked a follow up question. I said, How do you respond to people who say that you're not black enough to be president?
2: Oh my gosh, what did he say to that? He just
0: said, That is not a serious question, my friend <laughs> Which is a fair response. Very fair response. When
2: he's when he gets angry sometimes he answers things with my friend. Yeah. <laughs> like in high school when he would like when I would get in trouble when he would have to like punish me, he'd be like, Listen, my friend <laughs> I knew it meant like punishment time like i had done something so that is not that's a serious hol- question my friend that's hilarious Get out of here. exactly but you didn't do it with president obama You I didn't did also one of his
0: no i did was also as funny he was he was not as funny i mean he was he kind of could tell i was joking but the the story there is um i said to him and they wanted me to ask him like a uh, um a really crazy question that i thought was going to be like Offensive, ethnically, sort of. So I, I said I didn't want to ask it. They wanted me to go up to him and say, um, if you want that, uh, grassroots middle of the country, would you look at the camera and say, get her done?
2: Oh my God. And I refuse. Yeah.
0: I refuse to do that. So I came up with a different question that I was going to ask. And I said to, to, uh, to Barack Obama I shook my hand and I said, um, uh, Senator, you consider yourself a, green pro-environment candidate and he goes yes i do and (laughs) i go and i go um do you think america is ready for a green president and i made it a race issue i made it about his about about being green and he smiles and he laughs and he goes and he goes absolutely i'm positive that they are
2: well, that's good. He, I kind of had a sense of humor about it
0: too. Yeah, he was totally cool. And then he immediately walked he away. He crash
2: anyone else?
0: Hillary Clinton too. What
2: was hers?
0: Hers was the funniest one. You'll love this one. This one was <laughs> okay. Um, was, I, yeah, I was following Obama and Hillary on the campaign trail in Oregon for this pilot called CQC. Uh, it's a very popular show in in uh, Latin America, it seen by like 50 million people a week, and they were trying to make an American pilot. Um, mhm. So after an event, I go up to Hillary Clinton and I go, um, Senator, and this is in the last throes of her campaign, right? She's hanging by a thread and I wanted to, to, you know, give her a boo. So I said, uh, Senator Clinton, this question helped your husband a lot when his campaign was in trouble. Um, maybe it'll help you. We've learned so much about you. Only one thing remains behind the pantsuit boxers or briefs.
2: Oh my gosh! What did she say?
0: And her eyes, her eyes just kind of go wide, and and she goes as she's backing up pretty quickly, and she goes and she just lifts her her thumb up to the camera, kind I of a, give you a
2: thumbs
0: up. Give me a thumbs up, which I don't know what that meant. I don't know no. what that meant
2: is probably just trying to, you know, I mean, this, uh, so as someone who's been on the other side, some comedians are nice like you are, but there are some people like Howard Stern has people that sometimes crash things that just, like, want to cause drama. And then sometimes, you know, if you ever saw Anthony Weiner's press conference, like, sometimes, yeah. like, the whole thing just goes rogue and, you know, random people ask random questions and it can get out of hand. So. Yeah,
0: he went out in disgrace with that press conference.
2: Yeah, it was the weirdest press conference I've ever seen to this day.
0: It was insane. He was, like, trying to give a serious speech about why he yeah. first started running public office. And people were shouting, like, graphic yeah. sexual things at him.
2: I know. It's, it was horrible. and so he was, you know, obviously didn't behave appropriately for a congressman, but uh, it was weird. And even beforehand, like, it was kind of like like a, like someone else, like Andrew Breitbart, started answering questions before he came, like, from the media because, you know, he's, like, credited with, Making that come to life, I guess, or finding the picture originally and right. I don't know, it was a weird press conference, so, <laughs> so I guess there's always that. Yeah. Weird it, press conference.
0: It was so weird. Um that was a that was an insane scandal. What uh what do you think of a of another national obsession that has overtaken us recently? The Kardashian saga, the divorce <laughs> and if I know. you do I don't know if you heard this story, but Chris Humphreys just filed for annulment. He doesn't even want this marriage on the record books. Really? Yeah. So it's
2: like it never happened, getting it annulled.
0: Like yeah, it he wants... It never happened. He's, he's claiming that he feels played by this thing.
2: I actually like the Kardashians. I watch their show sometimes, if, you know, like, whenever I'm in a hotel room or whatever, and they seem like the family that loves each other and... I don't know. I, I I don't know. I think they seem fine. I don't, they don't bother me like some some things bother me. Like I think they're just kind of like, you know, living the American dream and becoming famous on E. And you know, I don't know. I I like them. I like that the sisters are like close and they squabble with each other. I don't know. Do you like them?
0: I agree with you pretty much. I mean, I think there's there's definitely worse subjects of. Ridicule when it comes to like reality shows, like your Kate Gosselin's and things like that. Yeah, or, I
2: mean, yeah, that show was—I didn't like that show because there were children involved,
0: right? In or, that show. or Nadia Suleiman, the Octomom, who just came out this week saying that she hates her kids, she despises them sometimes. What? Like she, yeah, she—that was another thing that was that was said this week. I mean, she. Her whole image is about how much I love kids, and I just want to have a billion of them, and I'm so happy. And a year in, what two years in? Her lips are That's too heavy terrible.
3: to
2: keep. Yeah. But that doctor should have been, you know, never should have impregnated her with so many children. I mean, true. As, I don't know. And I, I that whole thing—if you can't afford, how many does she have? Does she have 13? Something like that. She has I don't know.
0: 14 kids.
2: I don't know, it's just, you know, it's unfortunate that she's gotten so much attention and that's obviously a, you know, again, another example of a potentially dangerous way to become a celebrity, you know?
0: No kidding. So in that respect, the Kardashians do love each other and that's cool. Like there was one clip though that I tweeted about once. Like I kind of think the one that is the least cool in some ways is the mom. Chris Jenner, like, actually said one time on the show, on this one episode, she goes, um, where there was something challenging part of her business, enterprise, and, her, and, and empire, and something with her family. And she, and it was the same impetus, and she goes, You do not mess with my family, and you definitely do not mess with my business. <laughs>
2: Well, it's the same thing for her, right?
0: Exactly. The same
2: family. True. I True. Mean,
0: but I'm like, yeah. Honey, I mean, you, you phrase that backwards.
2: Yeah, I mean, she built a big empire for them, and you know, they're kind of like the the main people at E right now. And it's true. I don't like I said, they don't really bother me. I, I, you know, I think Kim Kardashian is gorgeous, and you know, is she like my icon and my personal role model? No, but she, you know, she, I don't know, they're entertaining people, you know. I
0: agree, I agree. And Kim Kardashian is gorgeous.
2: She is, she's beautiful. I think they're all pretty. I think all of those girls are pretty so
0: you know who else you know. is gorgeous in my opinion? Hmm. Larry King.
2: <laughs> you think Larry King is gorgeous? That's
0: not exactly true, but it's a good transition to my next story. Uh, <laughs> um Larry King this week said on that dinner thing that he had that like dinner show that he is being frozen when he dies. And uh, Seth MacFarlane said to him, you want to live forever? And Larry King's like, yep.
2: Oh, would you want to be cryogenically frozen?
0: I'm not against it. I think that's not a bad idea. I mean... How about you?
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think maybe just being buried... When I die is, I don't know, if I'm really, really old, I don't know if I want to come back to life with a really, really old body. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but if we can start
0: growing other spare parts though, and we can have a (laughs) fairly young body.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I I didn't know Larry King thought that, but
0: brush um, off all of our dead cell, all of our dead skin cells every, every morning in the shower with an extra strong loofah to make sure we don't, uh, send any, Any uh, DNA samples into the government that is watching us? (laughs) There's no gene for the human spirit, Gattaca.
2: Isn't there um, some famous baseball player that was cryogenically frozen?
0: Yeah, Ted Williams.
2: Yeah, and and Walt Disney. Walt Disney? he's, He's among friends you know i guess her people other people i don't know if they're know.
0: hanging out megan <laughs> well,
2: i don't know i don't think i'd want to be cryogenically frozen though i think that's weird and just the idea of like no, it's a little creepy i don't think i want to do that but if i had the option
0: living though is so fun that's the flip side of it
2: <laughs> living is really fun but
0: and i don't know that's clearly the way i think like, that we would be able to come back cuz look they can already freeze sperm that's the trippiest thing to me they can freeze sperm for like 20 years and then unfreeze (laughs) it and it's back to life like one of those (laughs) mail-in like like a like a one of those mail-in sea monkey kits
2: (laughs) yeah it's a little weird but you know good for people that need that done yeah but but (laughs) i'm saying so if it's
0: possible how how far could the leap of science be to get it to where we can just unfreeze our 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 full-grown selves
2: if I can be brought back to life, if I was like how I am now and not like a very old person with, you know, back problems and all the things that I'm sure will happen to me when I'm a hundred years old, right. then that's good. But I don't want to be brought back as a very, very old person.
0: What about just and a also, brain? I plugged believe into in the plugs. afterlife,
2: so I don't know.
0: Bringing in the afterlife to life angle.
2: I a little like, I don't know. So okay. interesting now that he thinks that
0: yeah I mean well, yeah I guess I don't believe in as active of an afterlife what what sort of act of of afterlife do you do you think that there is
2: um well, I believe in heaven i do i believe when you die if you have led a led a fulfilled life, you go to heaven um you know, I don't like the concept of hell, but I believe in some kind of i mean It's complicated. This is way too complicated of a question for your podcast. Probably, but I, at a general term, I do believe in the afterlife. You don't. You don't believe in the afterlife at all.
0: And also, by the way, I don't think anything is too deep for this podcast. I'm, I'm delving (laughs) in. I'm diving in. Um, Okay. Okay. I believe that something happens to our energy, and I would like to believe that there's some kind of consciousness attached to that that we can regain and kind of travel with. But that's about as best as I could figure makes any sense.
2: Well, you believe in something, that's good.
0: Yeah, you know? for sure. I don't. I just question, you know, the idyllic, biblical version of heaven where it's like puffy clouds and everybody's wearing robes and playing the harp and having like great buffets and shit.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, I think they're. I'm, I'm open to, I'm open to, you know, ideas of different things, but I do believe that something happens
0: yeah. when you die. I have a joke in my stand up. I say, like, everybody probably believes that heaven is open bar, but really, it's probably like every other awesome, gorgeous place <laughs> on earth. It's like very hard to get into. And once you get in, it's beautifully decorated. Drinks are $14. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Isn't that the truth? Right. That is so true. That all the bars you try and get into—it's so true. Heaven
0: definitely true. is gonna be expensive drinks. It's just a fact. Heaven—if heaven <laughs> exists in an actual physical form—I would love it if it was like a cruise ship.
2: <laughs> I'm sure surrounded by nothing but beautiful women. Oh,
0: that would not the be horrible for
2: you.
0: That would That's not your be horrible. Idea. Well, yeah. That's what, right. Who's gonna fight that cruise cruise brochure? <laughs> what would exactly. be in your ideal heaven?
2: My ideal heaven, I don't know. I mean, I guess just lots of friends around and, you know, like I said, drinks and music and good times and the drinks are free. Nice. I don't know. I guess just, you know, a happy place <laughs> and with no war and no famine, all that stuff.
0: That would be good. I don't know. Those are good top two for sure.
2: How is your father, by the way?
0: Oh, that's right. You haven't
2: needed luggage yet How when you, I do.
0: When you do, He's please. My man. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Uh, he's doing fantastically. He's doing fantastically. He uh works at uh Did
2: he come see you at the Palms?
0: He did. My dad has always wanted to see me play Vegas, so my mom and dad drove I can't up.
2: believe you played Vegas and didn't tell me. You have to tell me next time. You know yeah. how much I love Vegas.
0: Okay, yeah. I please come. We and will palms party
2: And the like girl. my place. Like I love them and they have been so good to me for years. I I will only stay at the Palms from since a few years ago. Yeah, I They're love the fantastic. Palms. The, the
0: Maloofs are awesome and it's it's a blaster. Come out next time. You and I will dance the night away. We'll go to Ghost Bar. We'll go to Playboy Club.
2: <laughs> okay, sounds good.
0: It'll and be then fun. we gotta
2: find. And then our goal for the night will be to find Mister and Missus Blitz, a brother and sister duo that you and I can date. That would be the goal <laughs> <laughs> of the evening.
0: That is a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> no. We can. We can even market it in advance. We can like look in like local phone books, send free trips to Vegas to all Blitzer families. <laughs>
2: And you'd be, well, I guess you wouldn't take her name, but if you'd take her name, you'd be Ben Blitz.
0: Ben Blitz. <laughs>
2: <That's> pretty good. <laughs> My name is Ben
0: Blitz. How are you? <laughs> I'm Ben Blitz. Like I'm going to fix your tires.
2: That's <laughs> 70s porn star That's name. right.
0: I'm, I'm going to fix ben your tires, Blitz. and then I'll fix other holes. I'm Ben Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry. <laughs> Ew. Sorry. But
0: Ben
2: um, Ben Glebe is already a good name. Thank that's you. That's a good name. Thank you for, you your, support. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your
0: support. So is Megan McCain. That's a wonderful name.
2: Oh, thanks. I would never change my name. My friend is getting married. She's changing her name. And I was like, I can't envision a last name that would flow as well as Meghan McCain does. And, like, I feel like I've, like, tried to make something out of my name, so I wouldn't want right, to change it. Let me it. just
0: suggest just the sound of this, though. Megan Glebe.
2: <laughs> Meghan Glebe. It, it'd have to be McCain-Glebe. Uh, like, I'm open well, I feel that. Like... McCain-Glebe, like...
0: That okay. Megan McCain glebe is one of the best, most hilarious names I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> that, Megan McCain That All right, is
0: hilarious. Although maybe Gleeb McCain, can. I'd like to be top of the ticket.
2: <laughs> okay, Gleeb McCain. Or <laughs> 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 well, we could just run for office together, and that could do it too. Man,
0: one of the Let's two. Just, Let's do one of the yeah. two for sure.
2: Did they put you up in a nice room and did you stay the whole
0: weekend? Yeah, I get a nice and suite over there and I stay the whole weekend. My brother and sister-in-law came up too. My brother, by the way, runs Silvergreens restaurant in Santa Barbara. Two locations. Check it out. Silvergreens.com. Check it out when you it. can. Amazing sandwiches, sal- s- salads, soups, pastas, um, fresh made shakes, I believe.
3: Right
0: on. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing. You gotta go check it out, Megan, if you're ever in Santa Barbara. Silvergreens is very tasty. Well. Um, so other things. Put your
2: name on the marquee.
0: Oh yeah. Well, it used to be on the marquee like gangster style all week long. Now it's just mm-hmm. part of like a six-minute video loop. Oh. So it comes. That's not as cool. My name and face comes up every like five minutes, but it's not as cool as it used to be. Where it was like, I felt like Sinatra back in the day.
2: <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I would like pay big money to have my name up there for no reason. Like, the Pons presents. Hell yeah. Kane. For no reason. Gambling this weekend. That, um, well, you know, they had a debate, the debates at, in Las Vegas. They had a Las Vegas debate, and it was at the Palazzo, or the Venetian. And I was like, they should do it at the Palm.
0: Totally.
2: <laughs> Make things get really crazy. Herman Cain would have auditorium. auditorium.
0: Herman Cain would had a better time. a lot of viewers. Rick Perry would get know. drunk on maple syrup. <laughs>
2: Probably. Probably. <laughs> Um, are you um are you a democrat? I don't even know. If you had to vote for a republican, is there anyone you would support this time around?
0: Uh if I had to vote for a republican, I mean honestly, I like I like um Huntsman kind of a lot and I like Ron Paul.
2: You like Ron Paul? <laughs> That's like, that, you're more of a libertarian then, if you like Ron Paul.
0: No, I just, it's not even about party affiliation. Like, I think party affiliation is a poison, personally. Like, I just think we need to look at each person for what their individual beliefs are. I think trying to put ourselves on teams just polarizes our whole country right out of the gates. And it, like, creates all this unnecessary fighting. So, so I just want to go case by case basis. And he's the only one that, like, admits certain truths and speaks plainly. He's not pretty to look at. He's not slick. He's always like, another thing that, that I, I I have wrong, and I'm pissed off telling you. And <laughs> it's true. It's like he that should hire true. like a – he should do like a Cyrano de Bergerac kind of thing and have just like a good-looking Romney-type dude or a Rick Perry-type dude stand in front of the podium, and he can be behind there being like, and then tell him you cut these departments. <laughs> I know.
2: I know. He really – and his suits never fit him. That was the one thing that I always observed is that he needs to find a tailor – to fix those suits he's wearing. They never seem to fit him properly, but...
0: Yeah, very true. But, like, even -hmm. even a President Ron Paul would cut out a lot of the BS pomp and circumstance that we allow for for no reason. Like, why is Obama still doing the turkey ceremony at the White House, pardoning the turkey? It's like, you're at the helm of two wars, (laughs) because I think
2: that's the type of thing that's just tradition, you know, like White House tradition. That actually doesn't bother me that much. I don't really care. Um, But I don't know. I think Ron Paul is...
3: Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead.
2: No, my take on him is, like, I always... I like things that he says, and it's like, yeah, I agree with you, I agree with you. And then he'll say something, and it's just completely off the cliff, off the deep end. Right. Like, in my opinion, just too extreme for any kind of, like, actual governing and I don't right, know. I that's agree. my take on him. I
0: agree. He even like sometimes gets flustered in the debate. He'll say some extremes. Say some extreme shit, and then the, then the moderator will go, "Um, but, but how would that work in reality?" And he's like, "Well, in theory, it would be great." It kind of collapses <laughs> a little bit.
2: Some SNL sketch that when they were making fun of him and um they were like, Would you help uh, if a like basket of burning puppies were rolling down the street, would you and they were on fire, would you help them? And he was like, No, I would let the puppies burn <laughs> like under sun and that's like always what I think of now is like let the puppies burn <laughs> 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 Ron Paul and I I'm not doing that sketch justice, but that was like that's hilarious. That. I, remember. I know. I like, yeah. Let the puppies burn so
0: angry. <laughs> let
2: the puppies burn oh, no. Like, I would not help those burning puppies. No, they got themselves into that situation.
0: That is so (laughs) funny. That is so funny. I know. Another big thing this week, in just the week's Google searches, Justin Bieber overtook Kim Kardashian as the number one most searched celebrity. What are your thoughts on this development, Megan?
2: You know, I don't I'm way too old to be a Justin Bieber fan. <laughs> I hope I don't get Justin Bieber crazy people like, you know, sending me nasty tweets after I say this, but he just seems like a child to me. I mean yeah. again I'm I'm twenty seven years old, so I'm way too old to, you know, find him attractive, but he just looks like a child to me. But and I
0: child or not, it. I'm asking about his music. Are you in love with his with, with the music that burns in his soul?
2: You know, other than that baby song, I couldn't name a Justin, and I don't even know the name of that song. I just know the, the like hook to it. But I think it's baby. baby, okay, that's the only song I know. Me bad. too. Baby, 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 <laughs> Ooh. yeah, that one. That was my yeah, best no. impression. Except one of my good girlfriends saw his movie. Um, I, I don't even remember the title. Like,
0: never too Survivor. late to say you're sorry. Never
2: too late. Never yeah, say never. She, she was like, it was Bieber amazing. 3D. And she was like, it was so good. He's really inspiring. And she's my age. I was like, you saw the Justin Bieber movie and he thought it was really inspiring. <laughs> like, you know, you're making fun of me now, but that's a really good movie. And I was like, I'm not seeing the Justin Bieber movie because, like, I'm no. three years away from 30. Like, I'm not seeing the Justin Bieber yeah, you movie. you can't. You like, can't.
0: Britney Spears just turned 30. Can you believe that?
2: no i read that this week too i love britney spears and she looks amazing and she does i'm like one of those team britney people for life i love her yeah she's
0: bounced back man she really had that low time and then the news would literally say they'd be like will she ever be able to come back and back then i was like yes of course she'll come back in like a year
2: she just went through a divorce and had a rough time when that stuff happened She shaved her head and just
0: attacked people with umbrellas it's just what you do (laughs) when you're going through a bad breakup megan (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I think she's going through a divorce. She had a rough time, but you're right. She completely bounced back, and I always thought she was going to bounce back too. I was always one of those people. I was like, she's going to make a big comeback, oh, and yeah. I want to see her in concert. I love Britney Spears.
0: I love her too. I actually saw her in concert once. I was at the live HBO show in like the fifth row, rocking out.
2: <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Was she good?
0: So good. Back in the day, it was like her "Hit Me Baby One More Time" tour, or no, no, it was the it was the "Dream Within a Dream" tour.
2: Yeah, no, she's cool. She's really good. I you like know? her a lot. Her. What do yeah. you think
0: about Lady Gaga? Because something that came out this week, she just released another video Lady Gaga did, and I watched it. It is, the the song's called Mary the Night. It's 14 minutes long. The song does not even start until nine minutes in. Um oh. It is this intense scene. She's in some, some kind of mental institution. She's dressed like a bird at points. She's naked at points in a bathtub. It was very interesting. I believe I will probably have nightmares for about five weeks.
2: (laughs) I'm
0: going to have five weeks of standard Gaga nightmares, but I liked it. What do you think of her?
2: I love Lady Gaga. I mean, she's like been the soundtrack to my nights out for like the past two years. I mean, I love her and I love her music and um, I think she's such an icon and I love that she's, you know, different than... Sort of like other pop stars, and I haven't seen that video though. I just heard she like douses herself in Cheerios or something. Yeah, she
0: does. She um, douses. I mean, she. I've never found her attractive, but this video she kind of started to win me over a little bit. <laughs> For the first time, she kind of started to win me over a little bit.
2: <laughs> no, I love Lady Gaga. Yeah, I love, love her.
0: What do you think about um about well, I'm not sure which story to cover next. There's a very interesting Saudi Arabia story I want to get to in a second and an Obama and a Dr. Phil story. So which you choose, Megan, where do you want the
2: oh, – Dr. Phil, hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why, are you a big fan Dr. Phil?
2: Uh, not really, but, you know, I think he's an interesting person, probably did something crazy.
0: You know how how your father's John McCain – my father's Dr. Phil McGraw. <laughs> That's not true. You met my father. Um, I
2: was like I'm, I was like, no, he's not. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I, I have news for you, Megan. Um, I am I Ben's go father.
2: I'd be too scared.
0: Yeah, he's very scared. aggressive. He's like, what, 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 what? Your problem is, 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 you don't let me talk enough. <laughs> He's um, very
2: popular. Very I mean, my popular. godmother loves him, and like always quotes him. She's like, "Dr. Phil says." I was like, "Okay." Dr. Whatever.
0: Phil says it's like a rabbit in a jackhammer in a uh, 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 outside of He's a biscuit kind of like, um, dealership.
2: Like that cu- that cartoon character. Oh, that like that the Looney Tunes cartoon character, the the cowboy. I don't remember. Oh Yosemite Sam, that's who you sound like.
0: Yosemite.
2: <laughs> you
0: varmints. <laughs>
2: I know. I love Yosemite,
0: so Sam. Yeah, he was a good one. Good he one. was always, he was another angry one. He's actually kind of Ron Polish. He's always pissed off, shooting his pistols <laughs> in the air. <laughs> yee <Yee-haw!
2: laughs> Yes, he is. He's a little Ron Polish. <laughs>
0: Polish. Ron, Ron Polish could use some more Polish. I just
2: love that you're like Polish. a Ron Paul fan. I didn't know that. No, I mean, I'm not like, really,
0: but just out of the, like, meager selections on the Republican field right now. Who are you a fan of? There's
2: some good people. Who are you like? Um, I really like Romney, and I really like Michelle Bachman. Those are the two people. Um, I, I mean, I think it probably, possibly will be uh, Mitt Romney, but I mean, there are things that could happen between that. I mean, we're still like a month and a week out, which doesn't sound like a long time, but in like campaign time, that's a really long time. You think that's enough time to like make things happen, and Michelle Bachmann could still totally win the Iowa caucus, and I still think that Romney is going to win in New Hampshire, but I like both of them a lot. They're my two favorites. How
0: do you how do you reconcile yourself though with with Mitt seeming, you know, just total flip-floppedness where he just wants to say whatever is popular at the moment because he has to say it and he doesn't doesn't care?
2: You know, I don't think that's that the media is necessarily being fair about that type of thing. I mean, even with his pro-life stance, he said that he had, how he originally changed his mind was that he did a lot more research into stem cell research and how it was being done. And then he started doing a lot more research into like, you know, not that we you want to talk about abortion on your podcast and, um, you know, but, um, abortion mind. and whatever, and he just changed his mind and, um you know, I think he's a statesman. I think he has a great record. And the problem when people ask me questions like this is most of the time I've met these people in person. I've met Bent Romney and Michelle Bachman in person and they're both charming and not necessarily the people that the media has been showing yeah. or they haven't had the opportunity to. And he's very funny, very charming family man and, you know, just on a, on a personality level. And I think that he would, he'd be great for the economy because that's his, you know,
0: that's where his strength fly. Right. I met Romney, I pissed him off too.
2: You met Romney? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? At,
0: at the Republican convention in two thousand eight I was covering it for NPR or two thousand seven. When was the convention? In in two thousand eight. Two thousand seven. Right? Um mm-hmm. in uh, Minnesota. Um moments after his speech endorsing your dad.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Um, and it was the they'd already announced, I guess, the night before about Sarah Palin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um Right after Mitt's speech, he's walking into the galley, and I go up to him with my little NPR recorder, and I go, are you bummed you're not getting the VP nomination?
2: Oh, my.
0: (laughs) And he just glared at me so pissed. I couldn't even tell if he was pissed because he wanted it or or just pissed at the question.
2: I can't believe you asked him that. I know. I mean... Touche, Ben. Lord, nice. <laughs> that's a crazy question to ask. It's a ballsy move. I wouldn't ask anybody that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I like to see. Do <laughs> what... you
2: ever feel weird doing that? I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could go up to people and ask them uncomfortable questions
0: like that. I'm not good at it in my private life. Like the second I get off stage, I I am a very different person when it comes to that. But when I'm there doing my job, where I believe in that instance my job as a comedian and a satirist is to ask something that I think will get – What's that?
2: Satirist. That's a good word. Oh, thanks. It's one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I think it's our duty to to do things that are going to challenge the status quo. They're going to challenge the people that are trying to become our leaders, and I don't see it getting done by the media – they 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 go along with so much crap, in my opinion, that I think it's kind of – that I think it's very legitimate and, like, needs to be done to, like, shake them up a little bit.
2: Oh, no, and I, I believe in the importance of humor and, you know, obviously political satire. I just – I'm glad it's not my job because yeah. that seems, you know, <laughs> a little complicated. And is satirist going to go on your list of S's, of the things that make your life go round? <laughs> what was this? Smoothies and salads
0: uh-huh stand
2: up yep. i don't remember after that all my favorite sex, things in life are one yes
0: yeah, sex was yep i
2: don't
0: remember the next one saunas smoothies steak salad soup sandwiches stand up uh <laughs> spa sushi sushi that oh that yes one? big time
2: spas you go to the spa a lot
0: i don't go a lot usually but I actually just started going a lot i signed up for like a membership at Burke Williams so I could get one massage a month because I always forget to do massages for like two years and my back hurts sometimes, so I wanted to treat myself oh. too.
2: <laughs> Good for you.
0: Thanks. You have to pamper yourself, uh, Megan.
2: <laughs> yes, you do. I don't like getting massages. I always like in like a half hour and I'm like, okay, we're done. I need to go get my Blackberry. Like I just get very antsy. Really? I, know it's no, I relaxing.
1: love it. I love it.
2: Oh, I have a hard time unwinding it, so I don't like yoga either like too quiet and mellow
1: right. and I just
2: want to get, like release tension. So it's like kickboxing and things like that. They're like really active and you know, you got like, to get out your aggression. That's know. the Republican like in
0: you right there. That's the Republican in
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, when you exercise, I want to like wear myself out, you know, and like really like sweat a lot and like get out all the, you know, all your aggression from the day and stress and, I don't know. Because on the opposite, yoga. when I
0: work out, I want to move as little as possible,
2: <laughs> which is <laughs> why yoga, yoga is good.
0: I actually just did yoga for the first time, but I loved it, and I'd like to do more of it. Um, I, I also am trying this new thing. It's called Tan Si Chu Kon Lao. I don't know what that is. It does not exist, but oh, <laughs> that would be difficult to do, probably, because it's so hard to even say.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, well done. Whatever. <laughs> Getting into... <laughs> Getting a lot of massages, doing yoga, and maybe some version of Tai Chi.
0: Right. <laughs> um, I like to mix them all up together. A little Israeli Krav Maga training on top of it.
2: <laughs> People that do that, that's crazy. That stuff, that'll get you in shape.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Training for the Israeli military will definitely get you in shape. <laughs> yes. um, we no, my
2: friend did some, something. Some did work something, boot camp thing like that.
0: Did it work great. for them?
2: Yeah, yeah, she looked
0: great. Are they Israeli now? They're walking around like this talking, eh, tell you what, uh, it's no, a great I, I workout program, was, you know? I don't
2: know if it was someone from the Israeli army or if it was um, just someone from like a Navy SEAL or something. I don't, remember. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, it doesn't sorry, matter. It doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> um, I'm going to move on. Um, okay. Okay, so there's so many things that happened this week and I'd like to, you know, I, I attempt each week to inform everybody everything that happened, so I would like to get Maybe in more of a lightning round fashion. They're going to be like is mini lightning rounds. In case the
2: world ends.
0: In case the world ends. I want, well, no. I mean, listen, what do you mean by that question?
2: Cause isn't your podcast called In Case the World Ends?
0: <laughs> Not exactly right. I don't think there's one word in yours that's in mine, but it's close. It's called, <laughs> <What is> it? <laughs> it's called Last Week on Earth.
2: Okay. Well, it's kind of the same.
0: Yes, but, but. Oh
2: my gosh, I just, I interpreted that in a very, like, nihilistic right. way. I was like, <laughs> this is the last week on Earth.
0: It's a Rorschach it's test of people because it, <laughs> I just purport to fill you in on what happened during the last week on this planet.
2: Well, I like the title. Okay. Thank you. Lightning Thank you. Round.
0: Lightning Round. Okay. A, um, a Saudi scholar just turned in a, uh, legal argument to the government to, continue their ban of women driving, arguing that if they let women drive, it would lead to rampant prostitution, porn, and homosexuality. Thoughts?
2: (laughs) It's insane. It's ridiculous. I, I... Stupidest thing I've ever heard is what that is. (laughs) I disagree, Megan,
0: because the second I got my license, I became a gay porn star (laughs) who would sell myself on the side for non-filmed activities. (laughs)
2: I'm sorry to hear that happen to you so quickly when you started driving you all had to of that happened yourself out.
0: yeah at 16 it was like a sublime song
2: <laughs> that's, I didn't know that that's what you were doing as a teenager
0: yep Yep. yeah it was a rough childhood but you know what it taught me A, a lot about money I was great with a pocketbook
2: <laughs> what do you think of that I think, think,
0: think it, it is ridiculous I think obviously women shouldn't be allowed to drive but it has nothing to do with homosexuality <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> all right, next lighting round.
0: Next lighting round. Um, what was that sign you just showed to me, Jay? I didn't see it at all. I'm like snapping, trying to get attention.
2: Who is now. Jay? There is someone. Oh
0: there. no, Jay is the the uh, sound engineer and uh, who's recording. But um, hi Jay. Hi Jay says Megan. He says hello.
2: <laughs>
0: this is why we don't let him talk, Megan. That was the most boring eight like seconds. It's fun
2: in your apartment, hanging out, doing podcasts.
0: It's a party, engineer. Yeah, next time you're in town, you got to come be in the studio.
2: I will, aka your living room.
0: Right, and I have a full bar. <laughs> I have a full bar of like top shelf alcohol, so it'll be fun.
2: Okay, sounds good.
0: Um, I'm gonna get you drunk, Megan.
2: I'm like, I'm not doing a drunk podcast. We're so. gonna do
0: a drunk podcast, video <laughs> and audio. You
2: want? you want your podcast to go viral then that's a good way to start it right
0: if you and i had a sex video we would both be a lot more famous than we are right now
2: uh yeah but then you got it that's such a bad thing
0: yeah you just cut off for a second but i think you said it's such a bad thing is that correct
2: oh yeah it's such a bad way oh my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah exactly
0: i would not want that
2: Something's not worth it's gross
0: yeah something's definitely not worth it plus the simple fact that it only really works fame-wise for the girl, not the guy. So, screw this it. That's kind
2: of true. Kind of true. I never. I oh, foul my. Oh, I would just kill myself if there was anything like that out there. I wouldn't yeah. survive.
0: That would suck. That would suck. Um. Uh. Uh. Next topic. Sorry. Lightning round. Here we go. Um. I just was trying to. I was talking to Jay because my laptop uh battery is not charging. But now it's good. He fixed it. All right, now it's good because it was it was getting low and the whole system would shut down. It would be a code for, uh, system <laughs> shutdown, Megan. Good
2: Jay is there. What's that? It's good
0: Jay's there to
2: fix it. That's
0: why Jay's here. If he was not here, this would have been a thirty-minute pause in the podcast instead of eight seconds. <laughs> um, well,
2: that's
0: only eight seconds. Yeah. So also, really quick, I realized two things that, that I didn't get back to finishing the point I was trying to make. One is that um. At the Occupy D.C., they shut down the shelter, the big wooden thing that, that they didn't think was structurally sound. There were guys left on top. The cherry picker thing were all caught up now. Great. So then one protester stayed up on top till the very end, and they're trying to get him down, and he peed from the top of the wooden structure down and got arrested, and it was public indecency. But pretty hilarious
2: the lord yeah yeah and there's a someone who like defecated on a police car and on the one in new york that like this picture that got a lot of play on the internet if you're really that curious you can probably just google oh. it and they'll come up like <laughs> what is with people publicly doing those things yeah i mean it's gross
0: that's totally gross,
2: gross. and now you're arrested for public indecency yeah gross.
0: and the cop one that takes it to a whole nother level i mean just in the you know Number one and number two is a leap of, of, uh, grossness as well. Um, next topic, next topic. Um, (laughs) um, the Dr. Phil thing I mentioned, he said his biggest regret in life was giving himself a vasectomy. What? Let that process for a second. (laughs) Yeah, you can't even handle it.
2: No, it was gross. Is
0: that legal? He was only the assistant doctor. There was no nurse or whatever in the room, so he wa- was handing like tools and instruments to the doctor that was tying his tubes or or whatever it, it was. What the? Why? That is so creepy. Uh oh uh, oh, uh, I'm so gonna weird. hand you a scalpel, and then if you don't mind, uh, twisting my testicular tubes uh, oh my uh, a little bit.
2: So gross. so gross. Why would he agree to do that? Why I, would he do that? I don't.
0: I don't know. After their first kid, they, they didn't think they wanted any more kids. Then he goes in the story. Oh that, no!
2: I mean, I understand that. I just don't understand why you would do it yourself.
0: Oh, um, because that. he really doesn't want more kids. He wants to make sure the job is done right. You know what I'm saying? That's the what worst, Doctor um, Phil. He
2: said that was his biggest regret.
0: Yeah, and then I feel like he must not have a great sense of humor about himself or be able to look inward much because then he says. But 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 when my wife uh said she wished we had another kid, I had it reversed. So luckily, my biggest re- regret I could undo.
2: This is just a story he could have not shared. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't care. And it's how gross. about been a and, mistake? You know, I know. And just like it's a little TMI about every. I mean, good <laughs> Lord, it's something I really did need to know about Doctor Phil. Right? I know. I didn't hear that. It's really gross. So yeah, bad. really I'm gross. Sorry.
0: Conrad Murray had the book thrown at him this week. Says he's going to a- appeal, but he was sentenced to the maximum four years in jail. What do you think about this?
2: I think he belongs in jail. I think he killed Michael Jackson, and he was giving him all that medication, and, you know, I think he's a bad guy.
0: What I do you agree. think? I agree with you. I agree with you completely. You're not supposed to be having somebody uh, hooked up to, to uh IV like or, or or to be taking that kind of of things not even in a hospital let alone without 24-hour care right
2: yeah I mean he's just a bad guy yeah you know not a great he's doctor no, no and he's like really weird about it I mean I don't know
0: my parents no, keep telling me fun. I should stop going to him but I don't know he has great ah. line pops <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> uh this week
2: Conrad Murray
0: right um what'd you say I said don't go to Conrad Murray. Oh yeah. You should be the anti spokesman for his for his doctor's office. I will. Okay, good. Um Rick Perry this week had a great inspiring uh uh political speech trying to get out the young vote when he said on November twelfth, when you all come out, all you who are twenty one and up, come out on November twelfth and vote for me, which is six days after the election Cutting off three years of eligible voters.
2: Yeah, I thought that was really, really unfortunate when I heard that quote. I mean, you know, he made two mistakes, and it's just, I don't, it, what's unfortunate is that he just keeps making, like, just gasps, and I think he's probably really tired because there's <laughs> nothing more, like, excruciating. I mean, the campaign trail is really exhausting, and I think he's just not getting enough sleep, but, you know, I mean, that. So, is... like, again, another thing, like, I know how many days are are until election day. Like, there's, you know, there's four weeks until the election. And it's like,
0: you right. know,
2: maybe, or until the pri- first primary. But, I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel bad for him. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think that you need to know what the voting age is and the date of the election. Like, the, the keep your eye on the prize, <laughs> they say. He's, his, yeah. His, his eye has been on the wrong date.
2: Yeah, and the 21 thing is the weirdest, I think. True. Who doesn't know that?
0: True. It's like a basic... I really think he might be, like, doing some kind of substance. Maybe he's, like, on pills for some of this or something. That maple syrup day...
2: That speech or whatever?
0: Live free or die! I mean, it was really weird. It was, like, unexcusably weird.
2: I didn't think it was as weird as everybody else did. I thought maybe he was just, like, getting caught up in a crowd in New Hampshire and... I don't. I didn't think it was like as weird. I mean, it was a little strange, but I didn't think he was like wasted or like on pills. I thought he was just maybe tired and a little overexcited to be in New Hampshire or something.
0: <laughs> tired and I overexcited.
2: Know. Yeah. He, he I, might or have maybe been running. Like, on I don't know.
0: He might have been running. On I fears.
2: love live for your die too. So maybe you know. I love saying that. So.
0: Yeah, it's a good uh, phrase.
2: I know. It's not That's as good, good as their
0: maple syrup, apparently.
2: No, I know. I know. But well, I just think the worst thing he did was that when he paused during the debate. You know, that for me was like the worst.
0: Yeah, I just of it. could not think of the third thing, then forgot the second department for a second, then got that then they fed that to him and he luckily remembered it. I know. So I weird. Know. So yeah. weird. Okay, um a couple other before we continue the lightning round, other quick things of business I should have mentioned probably a long ass time ago. Uh, subscribe to this podcast if, if you enjoy listening to it on iTunes, Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe, and also follow me at Ben Glebe if you at me during the week, hashtag it Last Week on Earth. Um, any question you want me to share on the air, any topic you want me to cover, I didn't get any great suggestions this week, so i didn't I'm not going to mention one, but I will next week if you do. So write me, let me know what you think, thoughts, comments, questions, I'll read that stuff on the air and it'll be, you know, you'll be like, oh, that's the thing I think uh, that I wrote and... We'll both know it's you. That's all. It doesn't <laughs> matter if it's just the two of us. We'll be. We'll share that together. <laughs>
2: I'm um, excited to have a podcast now.
0: Thanks, Megan. <laughs>
2: it's,
0: this is episode number two. You're my second guest ever.
2: Oh my gosh, that's crazy! I'm your second guest ever. Who was your guest yesterday?
0: It was. I'm doing it once a week. So my guest last <laughs> week um, is uh, was NBA Rookie of the Year superstar Blake Griffin.
2: That's so cool.
0: It was great. He's a very, very funny man. And he took the show to a sponsorship of strawberries, and I thanked him for it.
2: Oh, you but love strawberries. I remember that too.
0: I do love strawberries. Thank you for remembering my interest so much. You're a good friend.
2: Because <laughs> it was always S's.
0: That's very true. You like
2: strawberry smoothies. Yeah, I remember yeah. that.
0: Did you ever come up with your list of things?
2: It's definitely not the same list you have, except Don't. for maybe like steak maybe. I don't know. They don't have to to be the same
0: letter because I'm asking you on the spot, but list, if you would, six or seven of your favorite things in life.
2: Well, politics, number one. Okay. Politics. Jack Daniels. I love Jack Daniels. (laughs) (laughs) Country music. I love country music. Like every good Republican girl (laughs) that grew up in a red state. Um, Boys. Of course, you have to include like men and all the things that come along with men. I won't be as vulgar as you were, Ben, with your asses. I guess it's like friends and family, and I guess faith, part of it. Church. I don't know. Lots of things. I think if you have good friends and good family and good food and good wine, you're golden. I agree. I think that's pretty much all there is. And that's a great, maybe a that's good a boyfriend slogan. and a girlfriend thrown in there. Sure. You know? But you're like me. I mean, unless something has changed that I don't know. Like you and I both have like dating problems. I think that's how we like originally became friends. Yeah. There's a jungle out there.
0: It is. Are things
2: better with you now?
0: Yeah, you know, say you know, same old, same old. Um um yeah, I you know, it's just hard to meet um interesting people out there who who meet the very long list of demands that I have in my stupid brain. <laughs>
2: Which is you must love smoothies and sushi stand up. Yeah, have you ever dated um, a comedian?
0: Oh my god, uh, we should definitely continue this conversation offline. Okay,
2: <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Thank you, thank uh, you. I guess that's like asking me if I ever dated a politician, but the easy answer is no. Oh no, so,
0: have you no. ever have you ever dated so. anybody weird?
2: Oh yeah, I, everyone everyone I ever dated is weird. <laughs> really well they end up well it's just hard i don't know i have one of my really good friends um that i went to high school with. is like very happily married to um this uh, he used to be a football player he just he just left the atlanta falcons his name's coy wire oh what's that oh. Having time?
0: no hold on hold, hold on one second sure. Sure. Uh, caller hold on for one second okay thank you so much hold on for one second caller
2: you have a caller. Are they going to ask us a question or is it your next interview?
0: Yeah, actually we have a quick question. Is actually my cell phone just rang and it's my best friend. Do you mind if I bring him in for about one minute?
2: Oh, no. Does he want to just ask you a question?
0: I have no idea. Yo, Jason. Right. Yo, Jason. Yo, yeah, man. You are live on my podcast. My guest is Megan McCain right now. Um, This is Jason Nazar, by the way, CEO of DocStock.com. D-O-C-S-T-O-C. A great uh, company that he runs. How are you, Jason? And do you have any question or something interesting to insert into the conversation with me and Megan as we're approaching the end of our podcast? Because we can deal with the business that you probably called about later. <laughs>
2: uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? My main point is
3: why is Donald Trump going to be hosting the 1,000 Republican debate? Instead of
0: Megan McCain, <laughs> I'm just saying I I would much rather watch Megan McCain host the Republican
2: debate, and I think viewership would be up by 10 times. That's but a great I'm idea. <laughs> well, thank you. That's so sweet of you. I can't host a Republican debate because yeah, I'm, not I'm not a, not a journalist, now. and um you know neither is Donald Wait, Trump.
0: Wait, but why couldn't you host it, Megan?
2: I mean, you have to be a like, you have to be a news network. I mean, I guess up until this point, you have to be associated with a news network and be a journalist. Hopefully, you work to... for
0: MSNBC, okay. young lady.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of things would have to happen before I would host a debate. But I'd I appreciate both you, of I'd your support. I'd like it to be a co-host the debate with Megan and Ted. Asking, we questions could host an questions. awesome debate. That would be well, a great. One idea. thing that's really unfortunate is MTV used to have like forums. And then
0: Ben would jump in with like the comedic questions. Nice. Okay. MTV used to have what, Megan?
2: MTV used to have debates that they hosted, or uh, I guess like forums. But they—they're not doing it this election cycle. I think it's sad, you know. Well, you know, there's
0: there's 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 no room for it. Uh, Vinny from Jersey Shores is putting out music now.
1: He put <laughs> out know. a song
0: this week. It was controversial because this this douchebag does a rap song where he rhymed had a lyric. About rape in it, and in really, the, yeah, and he immediately took it down from his Twitter. And in the song, perhaps even more offensive than that, he rhymed "ass" with "dance." Oh,
1: what is it? Uh, what was
3: the? Think of Mitt Romney, John Huntsman, and Ron Paul all uh, denying to do the Donald Trump debate.
0: Good question, Jason. Thanks for calling in too, brother, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: Bye, Jason. Oh, thank you. I'm not thank sure if he meant so that much. for me
3: or, or or for you,
0: actually. I know
2: I'm like I can't hear I can't he sounds like he's at the bottom of the sea, so he is. I'm just trying to uh, I'm slowly drowning <laughs> him during
0: this question. Thanks. <laughs> know, Jason. I'm not sure I who do. he was wishing success to, but maybe we'll never know, man. Both, Megan. Of,
2: us. Uh, both uh, of us. Both of us. Let's just say both of us. What do you think we about that have- Yes, you know. Yay. What's
0: that?
2: We both have success.
0: That's very true. I think. I think he probably wishes it to both of us. Yes. Yeah. Good, yeah. Good. So, what do you think about his question this week? Gingrich met with Donald Trump. They had this like joint press conference. Trump's hosting the debate, and Romney finally steps up, says, "I'm not going to do it."
2: Yeah, I mean, I think unfortunately, I, the thing that I don't understand. Karl Rove said this today that. You know, that the traditionally, like, as much as... There are things I really like about Donald Trump, and I think he's brought a lot of entertainment. He Maybe doesn't, you, you know... Yeah, can you hear me?
0: Sorry, now I just got you. You said he, you, you, you like oh, Donald Trump, he but he's brought a lot of entertainment.
2: Well, he does, doesn't work for the RNC. You know, he's not been appointed by anything to CPAC. He isn't a representative in any kind of fashion for the Republican Party. And he's also not a journalist, so... I don't understand why he's hosting a debate. Um, You know, it'll, it'll. I think, and he says that he's going to host a debate, and then at the end of the debate, he's going to announce who he's going to endorse. And, you know, really, like, I mean, I don't know about you, Ben, but I'm not voting, like, basing on who I'm going to vote for on who Donald Trump chooses one way or the other.
0: <laughs> that's where you no and me fun. differ. That's, that, that's where you and me differ. I do everything Donald Trump does
2: and that's where our politics that's where our politics really divides
0: right? <laughs> that is no, very very funny weird.
2: what do you think as someone who's like not in politics
0: it's ridiculous that the Republican Party gives him any influence or credence he's a clear huckster and and showman holding on to the birther controversy still yet he's being taken seriously to moderate a, a debate it's a because travesty I will say
2: that the, the birther thing is embarrassing and um the, i get asked about the border thing like kind of frequently i think people are just still curious about my opinion i guess or i don't know right.
1: um but I,
2: I always tell people that like my our my father's campaign had like the most amazing war room possible which is like you know where they like essentially you know it's the campaign headquarters where they you know look for information on people and if they couldn't find anything it doesn't exist so i just think it's a very i think everyone needs to let it go and it's embarrassing that that subject keeps being brought up. But
0: that's not even my, my point. My, my, I totally agree with that, but to me it's so blatantly obvious that Obama was born here and that controversy is just people being very weird and not facts based. It's that, it's that because of that fact, don't you think most, most Americans know the birth of things bullshit? So if, if this man is still endorsing those notions, why Does he still get taken seriously? How come our politics, how come the Republican Party is letting us, letting that stay alive? Do you know what I mean?
2: Well, I don't think it's the Republican Party. I think it's Newsmax, which is a very, 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 very conservative news outlet. Um, Then I think them partnering with Donald Trump, they obviously want to do it for publicity. And um, I'm just grateful that this election cycle, like the last election cycle, there weren't these weird Like caveats and there weren't as many debates and, uh, and the other thing that I don't like is it's two days after Christmas and that means your girl is going to have to do commentary two days after Christmas on a debate if this ends up being a real thing. (laughs) So for just personal purposes, I don't want it to happen. But yeah, I don't think it's appropriate and I think it's a very good move that Romney isn't doing it. I don't, I think it'll be Newt Gingrich. Maybe it'll just be Donald Trump and Newt Gingrich having a discussion. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Right. Holding each other's hands
2: know. and he's what? so clearly endorsing Newt Gingrich. I mean, in my right, opinion,
0: right, right. So. It's like a commercial for Newt Gingrich. He like suckers all the candidates, and at the end, he's like, "And by the way, you've all been trumped. I'm know, actually or... endorsing Newt Gingrich the entire time. You guys I have know. been duped. You you've been bamboozled. I know. He's such a child, Donald Trump. First of all, why can't he get the spray tan without the tan missing from his from his sunglasses part? <laughs> oh
1: my God, it's so
0: creepy. <laughs> But he's like a child. But, Literally, Ron Paul said, I don't understand why this this march to Donald Trump's office like he can anoint people. And Trump responds, clearly, uh, Ron Paul is a small guy and he's a fringe and he's crazy and he's been that way for years. It's like the guy can't ever take an insult on, on the chin.
2: You sound like Mr. Howell from Gilligan's Island, <laughs> Donald
0: Trump lovey. impression. Right.
2: I'll uh, tell you something else, Lovey.
0: Lovey, I'm gonna take you under this under this teepee over here, and we're gonna have a three-hour like. tour. No, what do you love. Sound
2: like? No, How.
0: Thurston Howell III is more like Lovey. I'm gonna take Yeah, you I off. guess that's true. He has more of a British vibe.
2: Yeah, I guess that's true. Wow.
0: Um This is the slowest lightning round in the history of lightning rounds, by the way, and I apologize. I
2: know, this not really a lightning round. But I just okay, meant that one. I had to
0: shoot through things. Okay, and we'll be done. We're going to wrap this thing down. How long has it been so far? About an and hour and 25.
2: Five or are you editing
0: it? No, we're not going to edit it, but it just gets immediately processed and uploaded, and it'll be on iTunes Wednesday. Uh, what would the date be? The first week of December, 2011 um
2: I well i'm honored to be your second guest the seventh ever I,
0: thank you so much for being here with me like your sweetheart
2: oh yeah of course um of course i know if i had a podcast you'd come on
0: no nah, i can't do it actually sorry <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, then that means you're a jerk and i'm a nice person
0: i would definitely be there um <laughs> and uh oh also one quick thing that um i got a lot of response this week from my Spanish listeners, and they wrote in, they said, Glebe loved the show, um, didn't understand any of it. So, oh. so, oh,
2: no, are you gonna try and do it in Spanish?
0: Yeah, for them, I'm just gonna do a very abridged version of Last Week on Earth in Spanish, real quickly, if I may. Okay. La última semana del mundo, con Benjamin Glebe. Durante la semana pasada ocurri muchas cosas locas. Newt Gingrich es una persona mala. Herman Kane hacer sex con muchas personas, y el matrimonio del Kim Kardashian no más. Esta y más en el última semana del mundo. That was it.
2: That's pretty good. Thanks. Do you speak Spanish?
0: Ah, más o menos. Puedo hablar un poquito.
2: I got, I got that Newt Gingrich is malo.
0: Yeah, which, that. by the way, I, I realize reading that, I've missed so far one of the biggest stories of the week. Herman Cain dropped out.
2: I know. Well, he suspended his campaign.
0: Which means I dropped out, and I still want to spend my damn money.
2: That is what it means, I think.
0: Yeah, they think. still get access to the campaign funds.
2: What did you think of all of his affairs, or, oh, excuse me, alleged...
0: I loved the middle one. Thought that was the which hottest. One was, which uh, one was the middle one? No, I'm kidding. Uh, I did actually love the middle one, The the blonde woman who came out, I can't remember her name, the one who said the whole thing about, he drove me down the street in in the car and uh, put his hand on my leg, because it was like, it was like a little porno story, it was like, ridiculous. I
2: don't want to hear any of it, it sounds like too much for me, and I think the saddest part about it though is that, you know, I mean the process is just so hard and so grueling, but if you're going to run for president, I mean... You have to assume these type of things will probably come to light if you have any indiscretions in your past. And I guess he just didn't think about it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's just crazy that you know we went this journey with him and we we got to know him so <laughs> close, and now he just pulls the rug out from under us.
2: And now the cane train has come to an end. The cane pulled train into the is station
0: pulled into the station for the last time. You know, they asked.
2: Did you see, um, Kenan Thompson's sketch making fun of him on Saturday Night Live? I did. This it weekend? was very funny. So funny. Very like, it was funny. like, it's garbage. It's all garbage.
0: <laughs> it was and so funny. Laughed. And I mean, Kane, it's just, it, nobody ever admits mistakes. It's just the ability that we never hold people so accountable that we get them all the way down to an actual having to stand by their actions. You can always just deny. You know what I mean? It's, it's just so weird to me that they'll, you know, you can be accused by so many people. Didn't happen. Probably didn't happen. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it didn't. Ah, look over here. Why can't we yeah, ever hold?
2: Honestly, it's always the best policy, but it's always, always, always the best policy in politics. Yeah. Always.
0: Absolutely. You know, and there
2: are ways that you can, you know, if you're truly regretful. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody's human. You yeah. know. I just think it's the lying that everybody. can't. It's like you know, a lot of people end up going to jail because they lied under oath, not for the actual. Action, right? It's the same thing.
0: And dishonesty. But I found is like him
2: the, entertaining. Oh, definitely. Like you dead said, dead both dead. of us would go have a beer with him. So I would. He's got that. I would too. He seems like fun.
0: I would like to sit next, sit next to him at an arcade around a table with a huge eighteen-piece giant pizza.
2: <laughs> at an arcade, yeah, at an arcade. you and I.
0: And then maybe we could jump in the balls together. It would be a great time.
2: <laughs> oh, I used to hate those balls. Even when I was little, I thought they were dirty. What? Like I love those balls. <laughs> no, I hated those balls. I would get lost Even in them. Even as a them. child,
0: I thought <laughs> they were dirty. Oh, no, it was so cute, that commercial, man. Back in the day, there was that young kid that saved up for two whole weeks to take his brother, Sydney to Chuck E. Cheese. And and then it cuts this cute shot of Sydney, the little baby biting into one of those plastic balls, and he goes, "Sydney, you're not supposed to eat the ball." <laughs> How do you remember that entire thing? I don't really know, but it's a very specific memory, and it was probably one of my favorite commercials ever. I'm getting a little emotional even talking about it right now.
2: I didn't like those balls. I thought they were dirty. I didn't want to get in them. Fair enough. Just for the T- record,
0: that's probably no. our biggest political difference.
2: <laughs> Is the the pit the balls the balls at Chuck E. Cheese?
0: Yep. Now you said that you would consider endorsing um not endorsing, but that you like certain things about Michelle Bachman as well um mm-hmm. she was outed in a great video clip this week at one of her book signings um a uh mother walks up with her like nine eight or nine year old boy and the boy's really really shy and he, he's afraid to say what he's, what he's and mom's like, "Do you have anything you want to say to miss Bachman? and so Bachman's like Come on closer. Maybe I can't hear you. She like crawls over the table towards the young boy so she can get right near his ear. And the, mm-hmm. and the young boy goes,
2: I know what you're referencing.
0: Oh, you do? Let yeah. me clue in, let me clue in the rest of the audience. And the young boy says, my mom is gay, but she doesn't need to be changed. And it like floored Michelle Bach when she was stunned, didn't know how to respond. Um, how, I think
2: she didn't know how to respond because it was a child being like put up by someone. You know, I mean, it's a very uncomfortable situation. Oh no, of I, I just dislike when people use children as props in general with things. I, and, it depends um,
0: what what kind of prop, like as a, like a substitute midget. Sometimes, what what other choice do you have?
2: <laughs> I I don't think no, I agree with, with you either. completely. Of
0: course, you don't ever, ever want to exploit kids. I think it's weird when they make a kid express an opinion that's not his necessarily.
2: And I saw the clip. And the child obviously didn't even understand what he was saying, or you know, he had to say it a few times. And I don't know. Right. I thought it was uncomfortable to watch.
0: Right. The mom had a little microphone piece in his ear. It was very well, very well planned. Um yeah. But my point is, I know that you're somebody who who pretty staunchly supports gay rights, and Michelle Bachman is so anti-gay rights. Um, I'm curious if you would be able to to support a candidate who had such a differing view in such a major category like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm obviously pro gay marriage and pro gay rights in this country. And I was, um, you know, for the repealing of don't ask, don't tell. Um, but I, I have found the movement somewhat stunted. I don't think president Obama is doing as much for gay rights as other candidates are. And, um, you know, I kind of want to cross the bridge when I get to it, depending on the nominee. Um What I really liked about Michelle Blackman was I thought, thought she was just so personable and so warm. And I love all the things she's saying about national national defense. And she's very well versed on na- domestic politics and international politics. And um I don't think she's necessarily been given a fair shot by the media. And as a woman, I can appreciate that. And I felt like I bonded with her. And there's always going to be things you disagree with with candidates, and obviously we have very differing opinions when it comes to gay rights and gay marriage, but um, no candidate is ever going to 100% agree with me on anything. Sure,
0: and then Newt Gingrich is now in the lead in the polls. He's the one that's looking to win Iowa. What do you think about his surge and his viability?
2: You know, I I got in a fight with Newt Gingrich a little bit ago, and I just think— (laughs) we <laughs> as we all, as we all have. <laughs> I think he's just, you know, unfortunately, Newt Gingrich as uh, you know, sort of the definition of crony capitalism and, you know, old school politicians that have been in Washington too long. And just the fact that he was paid by Freddie Mac, which is one right. of the, $1.6 million, which is basically one of the, you know, a large catalyst for the kind of recession that we're in scares me. And he comes with not just, not just luggage, but he comes with like trunks or baggage, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's gonna, you know, I, he's not my candidate. I the Republicans like Trump. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't. Do you like? Do you like Newt Gingrich?
0: No, I mean, I think. But like, that's another example of us not holding people to account. He got one point four million dollars, right? Obviously, it's to lobby, 4. right? Yeah. One point six. One point six, and he says in the debate, he says it was as a historian, or that's a really bad impression. But I was just kind of trying an attempt I thought I had it in my head, and I don't. And I'm sorry that happened to everybody's ears. <laughs> But anyway, he said it was as a historian, which is makes no sense. Nobody pays a historian one point six million dollars. What for a fancy scrapbook? Yeah, no,
2: I agree. And so he's based on the fact that he's obviously
0: a lobbyist. Right. So why do why does the media the media is and maybe you can be part of helping to change this, even though I know you're not a reporter, you're there as a commentator, but it is to help just sharpen the media's edge a little bit so we at least press somebody on like can you at least be upfront with us that it wasn't, as a historian, that you did some lobbying? And let's have an honest conversation because if you don't start from honesty, there's no way to proceed as a country. And I think that's the biggest thing wrong with both sides and both parties.
2: No, I agree, and I I don't think it's. I think there hasn't a lot of attention that's been brought to the lobbying he did, um, and people. I just think right now this is the first time he's surging, which has really only been in the last you know week and a half, two weeks, if you will. Not even. And I think really start scrutinizing him and his politics and his history and I still think that Romney's more than likely going to be the nominee.
0: Do you think I'm that candidates right should be you said you're even right now?
2: No, no, I said even even now. Oh Romney know that, right. that new Gingrich
0: is surging. Do you think personal life should be fair game? Like should should in my opinion, Gingrich should be ruled out as the person we trust because he cheated on his first two wives, let alone when, when they were sick. And I mean that, that that shows to me a a moral person.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I definitely I mean I don't know if this I had a discussion on air like last Thursday about this. Um Republican voters traditionally really do analyze, you know, your personal life and the kind of family values you have and you know kind of moral backbone you have. And for me it's just too much for me. I mean, I just you know, three wives and as you said, um you know, his indiscretions that he's caught to. And I understand we're all human. That people make mistakes, people cheat sometimes. Life is complicated, um, you know. And I think that if he had, if I felt like he regretted it and he had some kind of, like, redemption, if you will, then I wouldn't have such a problem with it. But I just don't believe him. He's right. not my candidate. I don't right. like him. He's not my candidate. Yeah. And, so you know, that's just how I feel about
0: it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I agree. Um, in sports news, Tiger Woods finally snapped his... Two-year losing streak since winning the 2009 Australian Masters. He won just yesterday the Chevron, or two days ago, the Chevron World Challenge. What do you think? Do you think he's coming back, and can we forgive him, Megan?
2: I think I don't care. These are, I hate sports <laughs> things. I don't know anything about sports. I never pay attention. I no, mean, but I, just of course fact, I know who Tiger Woods is. Yeah,
0: that, but. that, that he was on top. He, he, he used to win everything. He'd win every single tournament. And then it came out this huge sex scandal. He obviously cheated on his wife, was an immoral person in that respect, but people loved him. He was a great champion, got in his head since then, hasn't been able to win for two years. Do you think after some kind of a, disgrace like that that person deserves to get back on top
2: i think if he's winning because he's a good athlete then it doesn't matter what he did or what he didn't but i don't think he's going to ever be the you know the sort of all-american um icon that he once was is that what you think
0: i think that's totally true i mean yeah i think that's totally true he he might end up doing like a pistachio nuts commercial or something
2: (laughs) I don't like those commercials.
0: They're not well done. They're kind of annoying. They're weird. <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't, uh, Palin's kid do one of those?
2: I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I know of. If they did, I don't know.
0: What are your thoughts on the fact that, uh, Sarah Palin decided not to run?
2: I um, you know, I think it's her choice. I think she's probably happier being, um, you know, a spokesperson and having the kind of power she has. And, you know, it's a tough race this time around
0: yeah that's true. You wouldn't have been in her corner though if she'd come out would you you're not you're not a huge fan of hers, are you
2: um you know i I have like things I really like about her and things I don't like about her um you know we'd I'd have to hear what she had to say i've you know I've never had the opportunity to vote for, and I think it's been sort of over embellished the degree that i you know, don't like her. I respect her and all the things she brought to my father's campaign. And I think she's done a lot of things that are amazing. And there are other things that I just disagree with.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's true for all of us. I would be afraid if she was true. president that two years in, though, she would decide she wanted to be a sports commentator or something.
2: What are you doing to me with these questions, Ben? Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> Obama's going on a 17 day holiday. Um,
2: yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: That's a, a, a That's absurd.
2: It's really long. I know. I think it's ridiculous. He's going on such a long vacation. He's a yeah. standard cheap, you know.
0: I don't get why during respond. Why during your four years can't you just take no vacations? Like many people don't take any vacations. I think a seventeen day Hawaiian tropical getaway with no scheduled meetings is like like a real slap in the face to people who are struggling, I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's inappropriate to take that much time off. I mean, I do think politicians and the president can have some allotted amount of time off, um, you know, if they will, like some, you know, weekends off and whatever, and Christmas off. But I think it's an absurd amount of time to be taking off, especially in you know the unemployment is at nine point eight percent. You know, there's a lot of crazy things going on and nine point eight. It's ridiculous.
0: No, it came down to 8.6. eight point six. Eight
2: point six. All right. Well.
0: It just came out, it just came out, the, this is just like, I think at the end of yesterday, so you might have missed the, uh, story, but the report just came out, 8.6, 120,000 jobs added, but, of course, there's a lot of seasonal jobs boost that, and 15,000 of those dropped out.
2: That's so absurdly high.
0: It's crazy high. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's too high to be taking a long Hawaiian vacation.
2: Yes. In my
0: opinion. At least just take a, just, just, have a bunch of meetings set up just to give the meeting setting up people jobs.
2: Yes, I agree. Create some jobs. Completely job agree. I agree.
0: All right, nice. Um, we are pretty much out. There is um, a couple announcements, and oh, and then a couple announcements, and then one last story. Is there anything, Megan? You want to tell us when your book with Michael and Black's coming out? Anything you want to plug? Anything at all? Your Twitter, whatever.
2: No, just watch MSNBC, everyone. <laughs> nice. Please. <laughs>
0: definitely send in good comments to the network about megan's r- reports thank you definitely thank
2: you maybe they can have you on in some context but maybe not
0: that would be yeah. fun that would be a lot mm-hmm. of fun i can i cannot go on weird tangents if it were on a political show
2: <laughs> no you can't talk about um your fake last name and if you were married to a girl with the last name blitz
0: you can't go on those kind of tangents, but I can easily stay focused. Like right now, if I really wanted to, I love applesauce, all of its forms. I love applesauce, I want some more. But I could usually probably do it. Um, follow at Ben Glebe, B-E-N-G-L-E-I-B on Twitter. That's, you'll get all announcements about when these episodes drop. And, um, you can leave me comments there. Um, Megan, I can't thank you enough for being my second guest. I really appreciate of it. Of
2: course. Congratulations on your new show.
0: Thank you. And thank you so much. Congratulations.
2: I'll be to it. I'm going to download it.
0: Thank and you I hope so much.
2: Been, I hope it's been a good guest. It's a little late at night here at the end of a long day, so yeah. I hope I did an okay job.
0: You're amazing. You're in New York. You you abandoned me, and you're still making time for me to rub it in, and I love you about that.
2: <laughs> good. Um, well, congratulations on your new show.
0: Thank you so much, and uh, I will walk you guys out with this last uh, story, this last headline, just something that maybe gives us a little hope. Because a lot of crazy things do happen during the last week on Earth every week. Um, NASA's Kepler mission just confirmed its first planet that it's located that's in the habitable zone of a sun-like star. They still don't know if it's primarily gaseous, liquid, or solid. But they know it's in the right range and it could have the right conditions for life, so... If we keep messing... Yeah, for the
2: record, that was by far my favorite story this week. I read that <laughs> online. I that like,
0: a cool life story? In outer
2: space, I guess. Totally, <laughs> I love it.
0: Totally cool story. And really gives us hope that we could start building rockets and just start... If we mess this place up worse, we could just take off.
2: Start colonizing other places.
0: Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Amazing.
2: I love that story, too.
0: It's a real cool story. If we were going to start colonizing other planets, would it be better for the peace and and happiness of future America if the Republicans went to one planet and the Democrats went to another? Or do you think we're going to be able to evolve to a place where both parties can get along like 90% of the time, like adults?
2: No, I'm an eternal optimist. I still think...
0: Hold on, you just cut out during the sentence, I'm an eternal optimist, so please be cutting back <laughs> in now and say that again.
2: I'm, I'm the eternal optimist, and I always feel like we're going to come together, and I always believe... Are ahead of us, and we have more in common than we do apart, and that's how I feel. So I want us all to go together, Republicans and Democrats, to that planet Vulcan that has water and life, possibly.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully, it has all that. That would be good. Hopefully, it's got my uh protein bars as well. <laughs> and, I need uh, you to stand up. Yeah, we'll do there. little shows. It'll be good. And and you know, if hopefully human history goes that way, but you know, it would have been an interesting alternate version if right when the phone cut out, when you said, I'm an eternal optimist, right then was, that was like when the planet had enough. That would have been weird, (laughs) weird timing. It
2: would have been awful.
0: Yeah. See, but that, A, that would be awful for sure, but B, that's not the way that I intended this show's title to be interpreted. Let's look (laughs) on the sunny side of life, like Monty Python once told us. So maybe on that note, we'll... Send you out till next week. This has been the last week on Earth, and this is Monty Python with Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. Thanks for listening. The side of life. Always look on the light side of life. If life
2: seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing hey. Always look on the prize
0: This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.